0: In our message today, we continue in the book of Philippians. We continue into the book of Philippians, and we'll be in Philippians, chapter two, verses five through eleven. Corinthians chapter two, verses five through eleven. And for some reason, I'm going to take just a moment. I won't take very long, but. Those of you here know, but maybe some are watching online, you will most normally going to find me in a suit and tie, and the reason I bring that up is, the reason I'm in the suit and tie is kind of out of respect for what I'm doing here. And if you, you look online, there's a lot of discussions on what people should be wearing in places that should have respect. So it's not so much for people that come to the church that they have to wear a suit and tie, but I'm preaching. And I'm delivering the word of God, and so out of reverence to the role that I'm fulfilling, I'm wearing, I wear the suit and tie. So I thought that was timely with some of the news that was going on about what people wear into the Senate and not in the Senate, and um, just something to think about that's a little more applicable as you think about what your, your preachers are doing in their pulpits. In Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 11... There are, I would say two truths, I don't know if two truths is the right word, but in Paul's delivery to the Philippians, he gives them a spiritual, some spiritual truth, some deep doctrine, and then it sets an example for us that he lays out. So let's read Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 11. And apologize, I didn't give them the, the scripture today in the back, but I'm sure they'll be able to find it. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Let me just pause a minute there. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So I want you to think about the concept of someone being like-minded. We'll come back to that who, referring to Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death Let this mind, think of that concept of someone being in the same mind, and we might recall a scripture, depending on your version, it might be, you might remind it a different way, but 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16, there's a passage of scripture that says, but we have the mind of Christ, the mind of Christ. Now, what do we mean by the mind of? It's not, we don't have Christ's brain, but we have the mind of Christ. How do we approach things? Some might encapsulate the concept of what is our worldview? a biblical worldview, but how do we see things, kind of our attitude towards things? Let this mind be in you. What mind? which was also in Christ Jesus, so that the mind, that's in Christ Jesus. So he, he lays out in front of us an example of how we think or approach or consider. It's something for them to strive for. It's a goal. But there were, and you may have recognized them, several doctrinal truths that we need to call out. Today, as in many other days and, every t- and other times of history, there is confusion about words and confusion about meanings. And some would try to twist the words and the meanings to mean whatever. And the case is also true with, in some doctrines of churches that claim to be of Christ. They use the same terms, and yet the terms mean something different. And you might be familiar with some of those denominations. One of them is the Mormons. So let's look here as we piece these parts things apart. It says, Who being in the form of God, He was God. Christ Jesus was God before he came to earth. And you might say, well, of course. But not everybody might capture that truth. And you might say, yeah, of course, I've always heard that. But you might not have heard it in passages of Scripture, or maybe you have. But this is a reminder. Who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God. Now, we're probably tri- you might trip over that word, and I trip over it myself. And it's a kind of a challenge to get at, what does it mean to think it not robbery? Some have used that it's not something that, uh, I mean, there is a translator note uh, in the New King James, something to be held on to, be equal. You think of somebody robbing something that, holding on to, they they kind of steal it, but it was not something to be held on to, to be equal with God. Equal with God. So, he was God, divine, before he came to the earth as a babe, and he was equal with God. There's other scriptures that says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And it goes on to talk about, it's talking about Jesus. Everything was created by and through Him. Jesus was part of creation. Of course, He wasn't called Jesus at the time. But He was part of creation. He wasn't created. He was Creator. Jesus was not created. He did not come into being when he was conceived of the Holy Spirit. He already was. Now, it's a little challenging, a little confusing. But Jesus the Define, not yet named Jesus, existed before birth. He was at creation. He existed before. He was God. And He was equal to God. Now we look at Jesus as we would look at Jesus in the New Testament. Jesus as the baby. Jesus walking around, talking with the disciples. But before that, He was the form of God, and equal with God. But, verse 7, he made himself of no reputation. He emptied himself of his privileges. If someone has a high reputation, you know that comes with some privileges. When someone gets a honorary doctorate, it's not the same, really, as a PhD that they earned. It's not an earned doctrine, it's an honorary doctorate. But you will hear them say, if you've been to a college commencement, confer upon you the honorary letters of blah, 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 with all the rights and privileges thereof. Jesus' status, before he came to earth, as a babe, was divine. He had privilege, he had power. And the knowledge. And, but, he made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant or a slave, and coming in the likeness of men. In other words, he went from being all-powerful to making himself A servant, subservient, a slave. A slave does not have control over their body. They are subservient. Somebody else is in control of what's going on. And so he came from to earth and humbled himself. Got rid of his privileges, got rid of those... He's still divine, but he's inside of a human form. Still divine, inside of human form. So he became a man. He became human, born of a child, but he is, he's confined himself. He's let go of some of those privileges. So when we think of... Jesus in the New Testament, and as He's walking along, and He's having the grieving, and He's having some of the issues, and we know there were healings and things, but also the disciples did healings through the power of God. But He prayed. He had limitations because He humbled Himself and allowed Himself to be contained inside of a human form with human limitations. But still... Divine, both God and man. He came in in the likeness of men and being found in appearance as a man. So likeness of men and appearing as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. And became obedient to death, even the death of the cross. When they hit him and put the crown of thorns on and took the cat and 9 tails and lashed him and ripped him open. If you were watching a Superman movie, what would have happened? Nothing. They would have bounced off, right? So how could that damage Jesus, who's God? Unless he... Now, Superman's not a God, and it's fictitious, by the way, if you don't know that. But he allowed himself... He took the form of a man, the limitations of the man. And I'm hesitant to speculate, but you have to think about that when you look at Jesus and some of the things he said and the way he approached the Father and and he had to go off and pray and he had limitations. He dealt with temptation. He was hungry. He upset his parents. And so we have to think of when Jesus was here in earthly form, he was limited. So when we see things where he says, the day and hour I do not know, that's for the Father to know of when he's coming again. You could make the case that the day and hour when Jesus is coming again, at that time he may not know because the Father knew and he hadn't been informed because he had limited himself took the form, and came down as a babe. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death. When he spoke to Pilate, he truly could have. He told Pilate, you basically... You don't have any authority unless I allow you to have authority. He humbled himself even to the point of death. Therefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. That is the name of Jesus every knee should bow of those in heaven and those on earth and of those under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord through the glory of God the Father. He has exalted Him and given Him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus, my understanding, was fairly common. And it's still around. But the name of Jesus, Jesus Christ. Sitting at the right hand of of the Father, ever interceding. You read in other parts of Scripture. He's been exalted. He's returned to power. But when Stephen looked up and saw him after he was being martyred, as he was being martyred and Saul, or later Paul, was watching... then he looked up and he saw Jesus. So what's very interesting about this is Jesus rose from the dead, it's not in this scripture, but in others. Bodily. Jesus ascended bodily. Stephen saw Jesus. You know, at some point, we will have a new body. Scripture talks about that. When Jesus comes, we will have a new body, and there will be a new heaven and a new earth. The old earth will be consumed in fire. The ultimate global warming, God will consume it. A new heaven and a new earth, and we'll have new bodies. And Jesus talks about not having yet His glorified body, but... It's very interesting that Jesus appears to have a body. And now Jesus has a name. He's not just the Son of God. This earthly name has been exalted and now He is Jesus that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that He is Lord. Not at the, not at the name of Buddha. Not at the name of Muhammad, which I think some people think he's the, the Messiah or God or something. But at the name of Jesus. Jesus. And Jesus, when we put Jesus Christ together, is that combination of the promised one, Messiah. But it's Jesus. Jesus Christ is the human, given the name Jesus at birth, given the title Christ, but now Jesus has been exalted. So as we think about those kinds of things, this should inform us, instruct us and guide us as we read scripture as we come in contact with other people that want to talk about Jesus, the scripture guides us and informs us that he was willing to humble himself, to take all his privileges, take all his rights, take all his entitlements, to go with who he was. And surrender them to humble himself, to limit himself, and put him in obedience, even to death. And there in Gethsemane he even said, Not my will, but thine be done. Let this mind me and you, that was also in Christ Jesus. And so what is that mind? Is that a mind of, even though I am entitled to certain things. And he am rightly so. Today people feel entitled to things that maybe they're not really entitled to. But he, rightly so, was willing to give them up. And humble himself and become as a servant for our salvation. Become obedient. Even to the point of death. So, think about that. He had the ability, so those glancing, those blows with the cat and 9 tails What a ricochet off. But he allowed himself to be humbled, not even to the point he didn't take his privileges, he took a beating. But he didn't have to take. He humbled himself to entitlements that he had and and let those go. So is that mind also in you? The charge from Paul is that It would be in us to be, have that willingness to lay aside what we think we are entitled to. To come to the point that we're willing to surrender ourselves, even to the point of death. And be obedient. you think about all the things that Jesus gave up. Now, let's think about all the things that we're willing, or maybe not willing, to give up to serve God. How many things do we think we're entitled to that we're not really entitled to? Jesus gave up and God has exalted him. But let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. So, what about you? We have these truths, these are valuable for us. Take note of these. Be encouraged that Jesus gave up a lot to die for us. Be guided by the doctrine that he limited himself. And what that means as we read the New Testament and the Gospels. And rejoice that he was elevated back up and exalted that Jesus is there, understanding, having lived an earthly life, that he's both God and man. And rejoice in that every tongue Should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Every knee shall bow. If you've chosen Jesus, you've chosen the winning side. Be encouraged. Now take it one point forward and say, I want to have the mind of Christ, which means I must surrender to God, give up my entitlements and be obedient. Jesus did that for others. Challenges us, what are we willing to do for others? And how far does our obedience to God go? Let us be standing together Our Father and our God, we do thank you for the truth of your word. We thank you, Jesus, for what you've done for us. You truly are, Lord. May each one of us make make you, Lord, of our lives. May we take on the mind of Christ. May you, as it says in Romans, renew our mind. Help us to think rightly, our attitudes to be proper, but may we be in a place of surrender, a place of relinquishing our rights and privileges, and you making you Lord over our very lives. Grant us your presence these next few moments as those listen that may be not be here, may they also take a moment to allow you to search their lives, we pray in Jesus' name, amen.